0: Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Welcome to On The Pace on this Thursday morning here on Sky Sports Radio. Looking forward to the inaugural running of The Singer on Saturday night for New South Wales Harness Racing fans. Harness Racing fans in general, it continues on this incredibly exciting build-up towards September 2nd at Tabcourt Park Menengel with the running of the world's richest harness race at Tab Eureka. And with 10 starters in total, and nine of them already confirmed that final piece of the puzzle will come together on Saturday evening with the running of the single. It's race number three on the card, $50,000 on offer. Important to note again, it's not necessarily the winner that will be taken through. It's to the discretion of the slot holder, John Singleton, and his advisors post-race to come up with the best uh, horse. They think, through that race, uh, we'll be able to fly the flag proudly for them on September 2nd. Speaking of that date, my ultimate Ronnie, the Soho Standard Standardbreds uh, slot horse, he trialed yesterday at Menangle in 151 and four, 27 nine, 26 and three on the way home. So, uh, more positive signs there for Jared Elgin, the Tumby Park team, alongside Rob Watson from Soho Standardbreds. Captain Ravishing, we were, ex- we were expecting to see him trial today, uh, but those plans have changed, and he's now uh, making his way up to Sydney in the next few days to get uh, nice and settled into his new surroundings. About two weeks out from the big dance, where he's is likely to have an official trial maybe next Wednesday at Menangle. 10 days out in preparation uh, to go into this $2.1 million race uh, fresh first up. Uh, Leap to Fame was due to race tomorrow night Friday night unfortunately that race didn't get off the ground so uh, it looks likely that we won't see him under race conditions again before the taburereka maybe a trial uh, to bring him up to the mark much the same for catch a wave uh, and of course several others are looking to plot their path the likes of the lost storm. We know that Rip goes around on Saturday night at Menangle. We spoke to his driver, Doug Hewitt, uh, yesterday on on the pace. So a bit of a Eureka update there. A World Drivers' Championship update, we know that that's uh, in its latter stages now, we're three of the four days in, and Australia's representative Pete McMullen is currently sitting in second place, so second for Pete, still with uh, five heats to come, so still with ample opportunity to make his way up the leaderboard, uh, but he's certainly doing Australia very proud, and we've all been watching on with interest there when it comes to the World Drivers' Championship. Speaking of the Singo on Saturday night, Robbie Morris is going to partner up with the now short price favourite Tim's a Trooper, a horse that he's had great success on in the past, and he's our guest for On The Pace this morning. Robbie, good morning to you, and uh, you must be looking forward to partnering up with your old mate, Tim's a trooper again. He's a really, really, really good horse, and he looks a great chance there on Saturday night.
1: Yeah, morning, Britt. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's always good to get the phone call from Grant and Trista to to get back on Trumpy. We've had a pretty good, successful sort of last couple of years together, so hopefully it can continue on Saturday night.
0: It looked the obvious path for him when another slot position wasn't available uh, to head to the Singo, and you would have been watching him last Saturday night. Was that a PB performance from him, uh, sitting outside the leader there in such quick time around Albion Park?
1: I think so, personally. You know, it's probably just adds another string to his bow, really, because I think most people had him pinned down as a set spring horse, and don't get me wrong, I think his best asset is his speed, but Last Saturday night, he showed that he's very versatile. He was three deep the whole first bend over 2,100 in a pretty strong lead time. And then he, he rolled into some really nice quarters with his last one being the fastest one over the 2,100 metre trip. So, yeah, you know, I thought his last week's run was, was really good.
0: He's a horse, as we've already mentioned, that you've struck up a really good relationship with a Group 1 winner as a two-year-old, and he uh, so often stays uh, with yourself when he makes his way down to Sydney. So has he arrived, and uh, if so, how does he look?
1: Yeah, he arrived yesterday afternoon, and um, he had a jog in a can this morning, and obviously Grant and Tristan is such a good job with all their horses. Awesome. He looks an absolute treat, and he's bouncing out of his skin over there in his yard, and he's not too far off heading down into the retention barns and he's got to go and he's going to be there at midday so you know he's arrived really good he looks fantastic and um he bounces out of the trip so you know he enjoys getting in the float and getting away his he's a little traveler
0: Yeah, well, he's certainly done plenty of that over the last few years, and he's uh, very well accustomed to all that he's going to experience over the next few days. I mean, the barrier draw was never going to be uh, super under the conditions of the race, and with a few three-year-olds making their way in, but I guess when you looked at the field, what was your assessment, and what was your initial thoughts of his chances?
1: Oh, yeah, this sort of race, you know, it's always going to have a bit of depth to it, and there's a couple of really handy head sprinters there in the middle of the line, and there's Obviously, you can't go past the ones run last week was really good winning the nutrients. So, you now we've sort of just got to see how it all pans out and um, see what happens early on and just take our everything in our stride. I'll, I'll drive him to see where he's comfortable and worry about the rest later.
0: I guess it's a different race, and from a mindset perspective, I'm keen to grab your thoughts because it's not. Uh, a necessity to win this race and I think it's fair to say and everybody would uh, be of the same opinion that he's right at the pointy end of considerations for John Singleton for this slot so is it a case of uh, just making sure that he runs really well and doesn't have a, a really tough run or, or what? Is, what is your mindset is it more of a case of just making sure that everything you know continues on the way it's going and a win would be great
1: Oh you know I think in any stretch of the imagination a win will be great but First and foremost, I just want him to run a really good race. Obviously, he's, he's in, like you said, he's in the pointy end of selections anyway. So if he can go there and run a super ace and, and have a really good hit out and hit the line strong, hopefully he's hitting the line strong in first and I don't pull any wrong reins and I'll be happy.
0: I know we're, we're thinking a little bit ahead of the game now, and he still has to get that last position into uh, the Tad Eureka, but has there been any preliminary discussions with Grant and Trister and Kevin and Kay Seymour around who may drive him? Should he make his way through?
1: Um, yeah, I haven't had that chat with, with Grant. Um, that'll be up to Grant and Trister and obviously Kevin and Kay. Um, yeah, so I'm not sure if he does. Hopefully, if I get him through, hopefully he can um, turn up and, Whoever drives him on the big dance night, he'll run a super race.
0: It would be pretty special to be involved in this race, so wouldn't it? $2.1 million, the world's richest harness race, and all of the excitement surrounding it. You're a local, have been, uh, living just across the road, basically, for all of your life. So uh, how special has the build-up been? And I'm sure that you would just love to be involved in some way.
1: Oh, for sure. You know, it's like when I was only saying to someone the other day, if I do get the chance to to drive him in that race. It's not often you get the score up in a race worth 2.1 million. So, you know, as a kid, you, they're the races you dream of driving in and you work hard to be in them and, you know, to even be sort of in the pipeline of maybe getting a drive in it is always a good thrill. So, you know, we've got a job to do Saturday night first, so we'll worry about that and then head forward after that, hopefully
0: again, looking into the future, we know that Leap to Fame is obviously the horse to beat, and you've been lucky enough to see him up close and personal, probably more so than most people, and I think everybody's of the opinion that he's something incredibly special, but your assessment of of Tim's a Trooper V Leap to Fame, is the gap closing somewhat, and is the fact that he is so versatile, and in a race like the Eureka, should he make his way through, there's several ways that he can be driven, is he a legitimate chance come that race, should it get to that point?
1: Oh, look, I, I think he is for sure. Obviously, Leap to Fame, he's just something else. And you'd like to think that he's getting closer to him and he's bridging the gap. But it's, you know, he's just a freak of nature. I'm, that also does things that I don't think possibly can be done. But I, I think if he gets into the big dance, I wouldn't swap him for any other horse in the race. And I honestly mean that. He a high-pressure race like that, over 2,400 metres. If they go to war, you know, Captain Ravish and catch a wave and Leap to Fame getting to a tussle over 2,400 metres, and he's just sitting one out, three back, three fans, minding his own business. Yeah, I'd be scared of him if I was on the leader. I know everyone has got the hype about all the other horses, but, you know, the thing with Trump is, you know, you can point him, you can put him in a spot, you say, Will, he drops a bit. You know, he's such a professional. Um, You know, probably, I think every horse in the field, in my opinion, needs something to go their way to beat the fame, but you know, if they go a bit hard, I, I wouldn't solve him for any other horse, that's for
0: sure. He's just been such a consistent horse at that top level right throughout his career. And he'd be a, a much deserved uh, runner in this Tab Eureka and a proven big race performer as well. So that's Saturday night with uh, Tim's a trooper going around as favourite in the Singo. You've got a, a strong book of drives tonight, a few that I just wanted to uh, get your opinion on. this In race number seven, the one Miss Obama goes around and her numbers aren't... To flash but uh, she comes up with the ace gate tonight and that's a big plus
1: yeah her, her form doesn't look great looking at it but she's been drawing sort of outside the front and eight and sevens at Newcastle and getting back in the field and just sort of getting driven a little bit upside down and having to come wide but I think from barrier one tonight she should probably have an early, easy enough lead over the trip and the hardest to beat's probably on her back so I've probably got to do my part there and leave it there, and if it comes out and around me and wants to go that way, well, it might be too good for me, but she gets a chance from the one hole, that's for sure.
0: Uh, Sorry, number seven. And in the final race, an interesting horse, razor sharp, uh, a 15-start maiden, a former Kiwi Pacer, a horse that's had four starts. You've driven him on each of those occasions, and he seems to have some quirks. Two trials in preparation. I guess, firstly, uh, what attracted you to this guy? And, uh, I mean, in terms of New Zealand form, you would have had a really good look on what he had to offer. And, secondly, uh, can we expect an improved performance from him despite the outside second-row draw?
1: Yeah, look, the draw's obviously a hurdle. And obviously when we bought him, I sort of, he's a big, big loafy big fella, and he's got good good strength and good length in his stride. Probably when he come, he probably just came at the wrong time of year. It was really hot when he arrived and the heat got to him a bit and he just didn't settle in all that good. So luckily he's got a really good group of owners and they're all allowed us to take a bit of time with him. And um, he seems good. He, both his trials have been okay without being super, but he has led them. And I don't really think he's a leader. Um, so dropping back to the maiden grade at Penrith, I, I do think sometimes Menangle Trials, as a rule, can be quite strong on a Wednesday morning. Um, so I do think it probably is a bit of a less of a race compared to what he's been trialing against. Like I think in his trial last week, Wednesday, Ricky Outings also won the trial. Little Bandito, he, he's a nice three-year-old. Um, so we're just sort of taking in our stride to see where he gets to early, but um, he should put his right foot forward tonight.
0: And on Saturday night, alongside the Singo, there's also a, a really even fast-class race where Kanina Provlima goes around. Absolutely low-flying, this horse. He's going to bob up and, and win a free-for-all very shortly. Can it be on Saturday night?
1: I hope so. He's um, he, He's been racing so good. He deserves a win. He's, he's ultra-consistent. He just keeps turning up, running good halves and good quarters. And just, I think last week he spent something like 53 flat or something his last half. So there looks to be a little bit more genuine pace in this free-for-all which we've probably been lacking of late um, you know obviously we've, we've cash and flow on port of prince and South Coast Arden along with Zeus Bromac drawing underneath and there might be a bit more genuine tempo which will suit my fella down to the ground so hopefully if we can get a bit more of a lively first half that'll bring him right into it
0: and whilst we've got you, you're not long back from uh, a Queensland campaign, an extended Queensland campaign, and uh, one of the stars of the show, as he so often is, was Pete said so. Where's he at? Is he a horse that uh, comes into consideration for a Len Smith mile? Is he having a let-up? What's his uh, progress report?
1: Yeah, yep. He's um, he's back back in full training now. He come home and he had an easy week and um, got a little bit fat, the little fella, the great man Nigel, but... He's, um, he trained really good yesterday morning. He worked 3.30 yesterday morning. So the aim is with him as he'll get down to hopefully getting a run in the Lensmith Mile, but we probably won't see him until then.
0: All right. That, of course, in conjunction with that Tabureka race night in a tick over two and a half weeks. Appreciate your time this morning, Robbie. Best of luck, particularly there on Saturday night with Tim's a trooper in the Sengo, not only in the race, but also in the considerations afterwards. And thanks for joining us this morning.
1: No worries. Thank you.
0: Robbie Morris joining us for on the pace on this Thursday morning. So, uh, quite a few chances there tonight at Penrith. He's got engagements in most races, and then of course on Saturday night he'll uh, re, uh, I guess, partner up with Tim's a Trooper, a horse that he was successful aboard in the Breeders' Challenge as a two-year-old a horse that he's driven quite a bit, in fact, across its career in a New South Wales Derby earlier on this year in a Chariots of Fire. He was able to qualify him for that race as well. So uh, he knows Tim's a trooper very well. And Tim's a trooper is in incredible form. He's the odds on favorite for Saturday nights, $50,000, the singer. So that is where all our attention uh, is certainly leaning towards. But we do race this afternoon at Tamworth with a big 10 race. So a busy afternoon there. The first is Not all that far away either, about an hour off starting time there, 11.55, before we roll into another nine races tonight from Penrith. The first there at 6.17, so a busy day all in all. And then tomorrow, much of the same. Wagga tomorrow afternoon, dovetailing straight into Newcastle and also Parks tomorrow night. A Very, very busy few days upcoming in New South Wales Harness Racing, and you'll keep up to date with all of it here on Sky Sports Radio. Finding winners tomorrow morning. We'll be back just after 10.30.